Earth is ghetto. I want to leave. Can you beam me up? I'm out on the street by the corner store. You know the one on 15. Got a bright shirt on so I'm easy to see. I've been down here stranded indefinitely. I can't reach my planet, but I need to leave. You should see these people. It's hard to believe how they treat each other. It's hard to conceive. Oh, Earth is ghetto. I want to leave. Oh, Earth is ghetto. I want to leave. I want to Hello, you foot-dragging-ass, knuckle-having-ass, knuckle-dragging-ass bitches. <laughs> morning, bitches and friends. All right. <laughs> I know, right? Well, when they know the topics, they'll understand. It's okay. It's not y'all personally, boo-boo. You know what's going on out here. The earth is yeah, ghetto and we're dealing with it. Listen, we're ghetto. The earth is ghetto because we gotta we gotta follow accordingly. If this is the way the world is gonna be, we gotta act. We gotta act right. Um, but I just want to thank. I just want to welcome everybody to the Earth Is Ghetto podcast. My name is Rahita Sid Noir, Sid the Kid, and my amazing co-host. Hey, niggas and friends! It's your girl. It's your boy. It's your neither Aaron, your favorite Bush Queen, giving you all the tea and all the shade. Child. Okay, so we can just we, we're gonna we're gonna get into it. We we uh, and let's say you know everybody's gonna be humming Negro spirituals by the end of the show, um, <laughs> because it it really has gotten to the point where this is uh kind of beyond ridiculous. I'm glad you actually found an article, and I um uh, about this, so I do want you to go ahead and read it. But just to surmise, Tashina Arnold, Pam from Martin, um, a woman who literally sadly made her mark by being dogged out by black men on television had the audacity to uh get on twitter and um say some stupid shit like as a black woman listen sometimes when i hear those sentences it already started fucked up so she said as a black woman um what um can we do to help to stop emasculating the black man or something along those lines. And I swear to God, black women of every sexual orientation threw up their hands. It was like, this nigga, <laughs> fuck. We get two inches ahead. You just drag us all the way back to the stone age. Um, and <laughs> I really believe that um, th this is why, this is another reason why we're bringing up this topic on the podcast. This is a very real thing for straight people. This is, this is tangible, this is real, you can touch it. This emasculation of black men as far as they're concerned, remember I'm saying that in quotation marks, but as far as they are concerned, um, they believe this is something that is very real, that is happening every day and there is an attack, attack <sighs> on the, the nuclear black family. And um, this is my thing, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all know, uh, black women and black femmes mobilize everything. Anything mm. that you need to get done, you go to black women and black queers. And th those are the people that end up taking up the mantle. And that's just the fucking truth. That's the T. Now, I will. And I'm, I'm actually kind of because I'm looking at some of these reply tweets. And 
the uh, some uh, black cishet man kind of got her together. I was like, okay, like, Ooh. okay. Uh, oh, okay, no, so, oh, let me put myself on mute. I need to read this. So, obviously, she said, what can we as black women in America do to stop aiding in the emasculation of black men in America? And then one guy said, I appreciate the gesture, Miss Arnold, but I don't know if that is your responsibility. In and of itself, emasculation is a subjective construct. Trans women, gay men portrayed in media, independent black women, none of this emasculates me. My manhood isn't that fragile. I said, oh, wow. What a moment. Ooh. What a moment. <laughs> Why can't we get more I, Listen, I almost threw my panties at the screen. Okay, this is what we're doing? <laughs> uh, that, 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 listen, and you know what? And, and, and I hate to be silly for a moment, but they don't even know how much good pussy they are denying themselves by being this way. I just, I just, I just want to put it out there because a man who is, especially if they're a straight man and they are that balanced in their um, sexuality or their, their shit isn't that fragile where we can go to a drag show. I went to a drag show. This man is married now. It's unfortunate, but I went to a, uh, uh, a drag show with this, with this dude. And when I say we was throwing money on bitches, like he wasn't like he couldn't because he was so straight. He really was. But he was trying. And he was just like, try, he was trying to get into it and be like, yeah, that's what's up. You doing that shit, nigga. Like he was he was really straight. I'm so weak. <laughs> he was stupidly straight. But he was just like, yo, that's art, bro. That's art. What are they doing up there? That's art. You can't be upset at art. That's stupid. And I was just like, oh. Oh wow, that's an endangered species you had. Like, girl, I need more yo, of that. Yo, yo, I didn't <laughs> even know what I had. I didn't even know what I had. This is what they say were the one that got away. Ah, damn it. Anyway, but yes. <laughs> girl, we need more Russell Wilsons. <laughs> Bro, it's people who's fra- who's like like that their shit's not that fragile. Like, I'm sorry. That guy in the tweet said it right. Other people don't emasculate me. My manhood is not that fragile. So if your masculinity and your manhood is real, then real, why should it be that fucking glass ceiling that all you have to do is talk real loud and it breaks? Exactly. I said that for, I also said that to um, transphobic cis women who like say, well, they'll never mm. be a real woman and they're trying to take away what it means to be a woman. And I say, yeah, girl, okay, so no one gave you your womanhood. Every woman, everyone's womanhood is not is different. It's no one's is the same. So that's well, first. Thank you. And then second of all, again, like if your womanhood is so threatened, then it wasn't yours. Because it's if always it was in really based <laughs> on what they're doing. Come on now, yo. One of my um, one of my uh, best friends, his uh, his girlfriend, right? I was just scrolling around the page, and you know how like oh, surprise, transphobia. So I'm just scrolling on the page and all of a sudden you see somebody on TikTok show up talking about how um, uh, trans women are taking away what it is to be a real woman. Like, I have a period. I give birth. You can't compare to that. And I'm like, what trans woman has ever tried to compare themselves to those things? I, I'll wait. So if, the, if we're going to go off that, then the plenty amount of cisgender heterosexual women that cannot conceive, are they not real women as well? You see how that shit works? You see how you can't hide your transphobia by saying, oh, well, you can't get pregnant. So that's... Okay, but it's plenty of cishet women that cannot get that cannot conceive. So keep that same energy. You just don't like transness. 
that's what it is. Do you know how many people have, um, uh, like, have all kinds of cysts on their ovaries, polycystic ovarian syndrome, endometriosis? There are so many things that can make us stare, that, that can make us sterile or very hard to have kids. So the fact that we're going to use that to wait on, you don't even know who you're shitting on in the process when you say shit like that. This is why I talk about when, when parents are trying to be friends with us as adults after they said all that shit when we were kids. It's like, no, nigga, I know what you really think. Mm-hmm. You think if you can't have a baby or give birth to somebody in society that I'm not really a woman. Why the fuck would I talk to you about my infertility issues? And once again, why do we have to make it a default thing? What if she just doesn't want to have kids? Some cishet women don't want to have kids, and that is okay as well. I need us to get out of this. Well, you can't have kids. Bitch, what if I didn't want to have fucking kids? Especially in this fucking economy and all this shit that's going on right now. And they, it's like, it's like James Baldwin, who they didn't really know was gay at the time. He, uh, people knew in the inner circles. But um, before that, before they knew... Think about this man who gave so much to society, the works, the, oh my God, the activism, the books, the, the, just the quotes, the sayings, that man is brilliant. It's just pure brilliance. Are you really going to tell me that he gave nothing to society because he didn't have a child? Is that what you're really going to tell me? That, uh, and, I, and Aaron has said this many times before, that act of if I'm not going to give something to society, then I'm useless, is literally white supremacy. Because yeah. we were not, uh, we, uh, literally, we only brought value to the plantation. We were supposed to have babies. We were supposed to work. We were supposed to be producing something. Mm-hmm. And you're literally telling other people, guess what? You got to produce something in order for you to be a fucking person. Do you not know how fucked up and crazy that sounds? That's what I be. The same for capitalism. When I be having, telling folks, you do know capitalism and white supremacy go hand in hand as well, because it's the same process. I this everyone should have fucking healthcare. Everyone should have like, well, well how we? It's like y'all are saying the same shit <laughs> every time. It, it really is. Oh, we got a message, Issa Reed. I low key side eye black women who say that because. What is womanhood for us? We haven't even been able to define it as uh, cis women, what our womanhood is without factoring in white femininity. So what am I thinking? What's up, Erin? What's up, Sid? I didn't even say hello. How y'all doing? Hey, bro. How you doing? <laughs> you like you like family at this point, girl. We see you every episode. For real, like, listen. Loyal, like supporting supporting us down from the from from the beginning. And let me tell you something: for the people who've been riding with us from the from the beginning, when shit gets monetized, you will not be paying. <laughs> I just because <laughs> you came up with us, got it out the mud and whatnot, Eddie. Uh, I'm gonna say good morning. What's up, Aaron? What's up, Sid? Um. And I guess the one thing I'll chime in on is, is like having a child is just one way of leaving a legacy. Right. And I know for sure, uh, Mr. Baldwin definitely left the legacy, you know, like you said, through his works, through his, through what he has left us, even though I haven't combed through much of it, I just know he's a very, um, predominant writer and, and, you know, mm-hmm. paved the way for a lot of us and smoked a lot of cigarettes in pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I feel like, yo, that was a that was a three pack a day nigga. Let's let's be real, cause that okay. it didn't matter what was going on. It was a cigarette somewhere, and I bet he was living it up during them times where you could still smoke on airplanes. 
Um, but I really feel like it's so important for us to remember people like that who maybe didn't have a child. There are people who had children who didn't even end up doing anything in their field. You know why? Because they're people and they get to choose what they want to do when they get older. And just because I'm an activist or just because I'm this, that, next thing, and the third doesn't mean my kid is going to be. You can't pretend that, oh, just because um, you're this whatever person that your kids are going to turn out just like you. I promise you that's where a lot of homophobia and transphobia comes from because we think we're making clones and not people. Mm-hmm. And we also can't expect your, um, your kids to accomplish everything that you couldn't accomplish. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Damn, that hurt. Damn, that hurt. <laughs> I, didn't even expect, I didn't even expect you to hurt me like that. That wasn't even for me. Uh, talk about hit, hit dog hollering. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shot to the heart. <laughs> no, for I real. That it's like, girl, they just because you couldn't accomplish it, you can't put all that pressure on them. If they don't want to do that, then they don't have to. And I feel like, especially for um, uh, children of uh, immigrants, black immigrants, Indian immigrants, if you are not a doctor, um, a lawyer, or a, a nurse, a nurse is very acceptable. For Jamaicans, not for Indians, mm-hmm. but for Jamaicans, a nurse is acceptable. <laughs> but for Indians and Nigerians, a nurse means that you just didn't do what you were supposed to do. No, I'm dead ass. That's so <laughs> like, true. That is so you true. Failed. <laughs> you failed. You fa- like anybody who's like, whose parents is an RN and you become a CNA, they're just like, mm, 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 mm. how dare you? <laughs> do you know? And if anybody got, got um, any kind of island, um, ancestry at all, you know exactly what the fuck I am talking about. Um, they will pay for anything in reference to education, as long as it is education they approve Look, of. We will go bankrupt, okay? <laughs> bruh, bruh. And I was homeschooled. <laughs> yeah, my mama, that nigga was really going bankrupt for our curriculum. <laughs> just straight up. Um, and I feel like it's it's so unfair because a lot of Asian kids go through it. A lot of um, a lot of um, uh, Nigerian um, kids go through it. Whenever you are first generation, they are putting everything on your fucking back, and that's the truth. Everything they like when Aaron said it, and it hurt me because I was just like, damn, this is why I'm such a disappointment to everybody because. Um, the, the one thing that they really wanted me to accomplish and they really wanted me to do was something I was so staunch against. I was not going to be an RN. Like, I just wasn't. And those of us who've decided to say no, I just want to let you know that you are the generational curse breakers. You are not the prodigal son. Mm. You are here to break the first generational curse. Everybody's like, oh, man, she always wiling. They, 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 they always doing something different. It's because you were meant to be. Don't ever think like, oh God, what's wrong with me? You're the change that needs to be seen. I just want to put yeah. that out there. So what do you think? So when to, uh, when Pam said that about the emasculation of black men, what do you think she was getting at? Like, because I noticed that when I hear black women say stuff like this, it's usually because the man isn't treating them like shit or um <laughs> <laughs> like i'm like i don't know like, it's it's giving like i don't know it's hard to explain because it's not homophobia okay. but it could be turned into that okay so um it, no i think that it has regardless of her meaning it does absolutely have transphobic and homophobic tones 
because of the rhetoric of, oh, the emasculation of the black man, that, which also connotates the gay agenda, which also connotates, you know, it does a lot of things. Just because it's one sentence doesn't mean that it can't go ahead and spider into all of these different other categories of isms. Because that's where it's based in. It's based in like femininity being a weakness. It's based in femininity being a bad thing. Like it's it's based in us being the weaker portion, no matter what. So therefore, if you're like us, you can't be strong. What's your definition of emasculation, lady? Do you mean mm. the fact that these niggas are just leaving babies behind? And what are black women supposed to do about it? Are we doing enough? Mm. I did. I did. I did. Listen, that's where that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. And it's not my responsibility to fix you, sir. I am not a house for broken men. I'm sorry, I'm not your mama. I'm not here to go ahead and be the person who was it. Because let me tell you something. I know I can't look for that in a relationship. I didn't have a father. I didn't have a, um, a, a actual loving um, male figure in my life, period. So I went into relationships looking for that. I went in there looking for that validation I never got as a little girl. Thank God for therapy, because that should never be the weight of uh, weight that I should put on another person, period. You're there to make me feel good. You're there to make sure that my, my mental balance is okay. So God forbid you make a mistake, then my mental is all over the place. Talk about not being able to take any kind of accountability. Mm. I had to take accountability for what I was doing to folks. It's just the truth. I was putting on, I was putting 20 on 10 and I was waiting for somebody to save me. Come on, man. You know, you know that that's not a, a that place of codependency is a toxic ass place. Why would you tell black men it's okay? Because that's basically what we're doing. Because you're blaming black women for the em emasculation of black men in that sentence because there's something for us to do about it. Like it's real. I'm sorry. It's just uh, yeah. First, yeah. First of all, it's not real, and second of all, this hyper masculinity that cishet black men like to hold on to also came from white supremacy as well. So, like this whole oh, I gotta be so rough and so macho, girl. They literally called y'all savages, and you're still holding on to that concept. Bruh. Cannibals savages. It's like, and you know what's so crazy when you look into uh, communities of color. They are so much more homophobic than the mainstream. And that's the truth. I, I don't care what you're talking about. Whether you're an indigenous, they don't play that gay shit. Whether you are Hispanic, they don't play that gay shit. Like whether, and you're black, nigga, we, we're niggas. We know they don't play that gay shit. So, yeah. so at the end of the day, it's like, it's so crazy how all of these indigenous communities, how all of these African communities who were absolutely genderless and, um, and sexually fluid before um, colonization, all of them are some of the most homophobic people today. I need you to know that's how you know that white supremacy worked on us. Colonization worked on us because without them even having to do anything today, we are still doing the same shit. Mm -hmm. That they taught us. They taught us that hatred. I want to make sure that that is very clear. Uh, oh, Eddie. Damn. And never mind that, you know, like, now niggas want to be using, like, yo, that shit's savage. Like, it's, it's you know, yeah. Uh, no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Making points. 
All right, Issa Reed. Ciao. I just seen a picture on Facebook with these two um, guys who um, are gay together, and they're both very, um, I guess you could say mask, whatever. Not even, because one of them is not mask. He just is older, um, but the other one had, like, dreads, goals, all that, you know, all the things that people wouldn't expect a black gay man to have. And they were, you know, just loving each other, being a cute couple. And all down the comments, people are making a mockery of their relationship. And I'm like, so who is really... I'm sorry. I just... Uh, let people live their damn life. This is why we have this download culture that's rampant. Let people live their mm-hmm. fucking life. Bro, and I just it's also like you're damned say- if you do, you're damned if you don't. If you're out and comfortable with yourself, oh my God, how dare you? You're trying to break up the family. You're forcing this on my kids. And if you're not out you about yourself... Happy? These men need to be honest, need to come out and tell us. So it's like, you don't know what the, you just don't want them to exist. Uh, bottom line, bottom line. The, the, like, and, and I feel like they don't even realize that that genocidal theory that they have in their mind is very white supremacy. Oh, they just can't be here. They just shouldn't exist. Let's erase them from everything in the media so we don't know that they exist. D- d- Hitler, the Jew, okay, you know what? Never mind. Let's not let's not make historical comparisons. That doesn't make any sense. That's just crazy talk. Uh, Eddie. It's still embedded, right? Like that's oh, this is I'm sure I've said this already. Why it feels like for me, for Eddie, that the change is so hard because all of these things have been just embedded in how the United States was built. So then that means you have to unbuild it. <laughs> Right. Which, which, you know, Aaron, who's a fucking anarchist uh, to the death, to the death <laughs> of they, um, like seriously, like they, <laughs> guillotines. Period. He want, He's like, I read that one story about Louis the Eighth, and I was like, you know what? They had a good thing going. <laughs> 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 fucking hate you, bro. Look, so, you, you can't, you can't reform white supremacy. You can't reform the police. You can't reform a lot of just um, uh, just colonial ideologies. Those things can't be reformed because those actual things at their core are flawed for us existing. Like that video of um, uh, this, I didn't watch it, but I heard about it because I'm done just trying. I'm done looking at black trauma and police shooting niggas. But when he shot him in the back of the head. He turned the fucking body camera off and then turned it back on trying to make it seem like he was trying to help him. But this is what we want to call police reform. I just watched um, a John Oliver episode. I think it was the um, most recent and it was about confessions and how they are commonly coerced. And I was actually very glad that they took um, examples of white folk because we know what happens to black people, but I think for white people, they think that, oh, well, you know, they were just doing something wrong and nobody wants to admit it, blah, 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 blah. It's woke culture that's upset with this. And I'm glad that they used um, white people um, because they're, for the society, for society, they're more sympathetic characters. Um, there was one guy who was in jail for 15 years and another guy who was in jail for 20. 
I think one was Hispanic and one was black. Those are the examples that they were using. And um, when they actually played footage of the confession, they had these people tired. They had these people up. You can't go to sleep. We're gonna be screaming at you for hours until one of the men was literally crying. What do I have to say to go home? And they're legally able to lie to you about anything. They can say they have evidence and they don't have no fucking evidence. They can say they got fingerprints on there. And there was a very, there was a very real example that they used where um, a perp um, said that during an interview, they said that they have uh, a particular laser that they're able to take um, fingerprints off of dead bodies with. So this mm. nigga's literally trying to say, oh, the, the world is really Star Trek. And that's why you're going to jail. That person spent years in jail, by the way. Years. Mm. DNA evidence was able to exonerate them, but because they got a confession, they didn't try the case anymore. Did you know that's how it works? I thought you had to verify it. Right. I thought that when they said it, like, oh, well, if this doesn't verify, because we, I mean, at least I've seen a lot of uh, fucking Law and Order episodes. My bad. I have a I have a fucking problem. I'm toxic. So I'll be watching Law and Order SVU since the beginning, like 20 years ago. And you'd see those episodes where somebody would see something in the news and pretend that they did it just to get attention. So. And then there's actually real, real, real um, situations where that's happened. So I thought you had to verify these things that you couldn't just say you did something and they just take you to jail for 20 years. I thought they at least had to corroborate a story. Nah, they don't. They just take your ass in there. And that also and people, helps them build a profit. Easy, easy more, more money. And I did not know that 80% of people waive their Miranda rights. 80% of people say, I don't need an attorney because they're like, well, I didn't do anything wrong. What do I need an attorney for? <laughs> just, it, mm, this is a fucked up and very flawed system. Um, and I feel like to get back to the um, to the subject, when we start making these blatant and generalized posts about what can black women do for black men to stop emasculation, it's like, are we never going to give the black man tell the black man he needs to take accountability for himself? Is he always going to be looking to us to save him? And I also no want how. black women. Um, I also want black women to understand that. Um, Y'all do know that wanting, like, it's nothing wrong with wanting a masculine man, okay? But this whole, like, oh, he needs to be super masculine and he needs to be a man, man. You do know that's doing you more harm than good because now you're going to end up being with men who say things like, when I talk, you listen, and a woman needs mm. to know her place, and you need to be mm. doing it. But this is what you wanted. So the next time this ha like, Remember what you said when you say stop being a punk and be a real man. Then yeah. when they come home at three o'clock in the morning, they want to talk to your ass about where they've been and you just shut up and get... this is what you asked for when you, when you keep saying they need to be, stop they being emasculated and being a pick And the, and and the same like... women, <laughs> the same women who will complain about that are the same exact women who will be like, well, he ordered dessert. Is he a little sus? Uh, he sounded like mm. he really enjoyed it. <laughs> he likes to get his nails done. Should I be concerned? Those are the same bitches. I just want to let you know. 
complaining about a problem that you completely help to perpetuate because you're just like, oh, my man needs to be this particular way. That's not helpful to you when you need a partner. That's not, gonna, like, your man you is going to turn into Kevin Samuels with that kind of rhetoric. Bruh. And do you know how many straight women are in relationships with straight men and they lean so much on their girlfriends and the man is jealous? Like, oh, you gotta go to your girlfriends for anything. Well, you're not a safe place. But guess what, bitch? When you started to date him through the beginning, you wanted somebody who was super macho and super masculine who could provide and protect. Meanwhile, you arguing with your nigga every year to put the Christmas tree up. I can't take y'all seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and get Valentine's Day cards that say to my loving husband. Like the, he didn't even look at the card, nigga. He didn't even look at the card. That Christmas tree is probably still you. up to this day. He ain't gonna take that shit down. It's but this April. is what you want. He's like one day I'll get there. Fuck out here. Um, Wilson. Hey, Wilson. Black women are emasculating black men. I feel like to a certain extent, some do. But I don't think all do. Like if you belittle, if you belittle a man, what I've seen it a lot, like talking down on a man, that's emasculating him. But I mean, part of it is more of how this country is, how this country is ran, and how all the things that we dealt with in our in our history, in the past during slavery, all the way to now. I think all that's trickling down. See. But the thing about it is, is what you described is being condescending. What you described is not treating your partner as an equal. That's not what we call emasculating when we see men go ahead and do it to women. We don't say that's emasculating behavior. No, you're belittling that woman. You're con condescending to that person. And when you see women who go ahead and tear the men that they're with down every day, that's condescending and belittling behavior. We just have a, it, there's just like a different emotional tick because it's a man. So we're just like, oh, that's emasculating. But really it's just somebody being fucking mean. You're a mean ass bitch. And nobody wants to be around you. There's a reason why he don't want to come home. Anyway, let me say. Um, Eddie. Hey, but I want a girl that, like, can I go get, can we, like, go get our nails done together? <laughs> That'd be cool. Umi, pick Here me. I love to get my nails done. I don't know if you can see it, but I did, like, an art deco type thing right here. Ooh, <laughs> I like know. that. That's nice. You know? I might, um, I might uh, steal some of your patterns. That look cute. Right? You know, I was trying to be like, you know, 70s art deco, you know? Uh, Fledge to death. Good morning, panel. Good morning, listeners. Hey, Erin. Hey, Sid. Hey, Issa. Hey, Wilt. Hey, Eddie. Hey, Tree. Hope everybody's having a good Monday so far. Love the topic. It's right on time. I swear that question is continually being asked with a certain level of politeness and getting nothing but rude responses and no solutions, of course. No solutions. Just complaining, complaining, complaining. And it's like, this has been going on for a long time. What is somebody supposed to do when this question has been asked for a while now? This is, not, this is nothing new under the sun. And yet and still... The pushback for trying to have solutions and take accountability is incredible to see, particularly on this app. I am just sometimes amazed at how uh, I'm noticing black men are just resistant to accountability in these conversations. 100%. Because when they talk about the emasculation of black men, which, by the way, isn't real. That's just not real. 
it's a straight yeah, world. Can we talk, like, I really wish we were at a point where, because telling me that I'm being like trying to quote unquote emasculate me. First of all, I'm not binary, so that should definitely ain't gonna work. I don't give a fuck about gender period. But before then, when I when I did identify as a gay man. People will call me like, girl, like, girl, I don't care. <laughs> like, that shit doesn't bother me because no one gave it to me. It, I just had it. So it's like, and it's all subjective, like we said. So and, and nobody can take it away get from why me. People, I don't get why people, would, why cishet men would get so mad and even to a point where they want to kill the nigga or kill someone just because they think that their masculinity is being threatened. That's Bro, the stupidest I, shit I ever heard. <laughs> and I hate to take it to bad boys, LA. Um, I'm not going to suggest that anybody gets Zeus. I'm not going to even suggest that anybody watches this absolute drivel. But if you would like to watch some some ratchetry from from beginning to end, that's where you need to be. <laughs> Literally. Um, and there was, um, I don't remember what his name was, but he was, um, I guess he was twerking. And he was near a straight guy and the straight guy, which by the way, I just want to let you know, this man had like a little pile of nickels in each butt cheek. He couldn't twerk on nobody, even if he was laying on you. First and <laughs> right. foremost, I want to put that, like, I just want to say that, like just two little bags of quarters. It's like, you know, jingling, jingling. It, nothing else was going oh, on. It's giving but, Chuck E. Cheese coins. <laughs> you know, to tinkle, you tinkle. But so, <laughs> so. Um, but he was basically dancing near him. And this guy got so upset. You would have thought that the guy tried to come on to him, tried to kiss him in the mouth or something, like something disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, even on the show, they, they literally have a guy who is trying to force um, Kirk Franklin's son out of the closet. Like, oh, you're not gonna tell me what your sexuality is. And I just wanna let you guys know, it is straight people who are obsessed with our sexuality. We are not the deviants. They are the deviants. They think about our genitals and what we do with them constantly. That's all. They oversexual. And I'm like, you do know there are plenty of gay men who barely have sex and <laughs> still, like, still be gay as hell. Like, like that, that's the thing. There's this constantly thing. Oh, you're gay. And that means you just fucking everything. When... Quite frankly, a lot of these. Never mind, because I'm gonna offend some folks. Listen, mm, but it's some big mm, cannons out there, mm. and that's all I would say. I think he got eight kids. Mm, mm. He's not with one of the mamas. Just broken homes all over, but we the problem. Okay, Eddie. My dark skin. Oh, he did not have any children with black women. Fuck out of here. That wasn't going to happen. Mariah Carey was the closest we were going to get. Eddie. So I had to look up the word emasculate so I could get an understanding of it. Um, I can't allow anybody to take my power away. No one can take my power away. My power is my own, right? I'm just saying. I'm speaking for, for myself. It should be that way for straight people, too. How is my existence taking something away from you? I'm just existing. This is my life. How the fuck does it even affect you in the first place? They want to be in our bodies. They want to be in our business. They want to be in our bedrooms. And I don't understand what the issue is. What is your obsession? Like, cue um, Mariah Carey's obsessed with me. Like, because I just don't understand <laughs> why, like, that's such an issue for you. And And, like, especially when... 
Like, God forbid, you like you see the shit on TV. God forbid someone near you is like that. You don't even know what your attitude is doing in the atmosphere to the kids that you're raising. Girl, listen, me and my uh, my friends were at the club, and was we had our own se- we had our own section, doing our own thing, shaking that ass. Tell me why a group, of niggas, a group of niggas came over. Y'all can't be doing that. And how do you think that make us feel, bitch? You have fucking dry spit in the corners of your mouth talking to me about some shit that you can't mind your business about. Get out of my face, sir. <laughs> Don't you notice that with dusty ass stickers, they be getting that, that little white crest right beside? Yes. I had a nerd talk about me. Girl, why are you looking? Don't you look over here at, period. Don't you stay over there. Yeah, you and your three-in-one body wash and your lack of washing between the ass cheeks to so just... just Stay where you are in your corner of the club. Had the nerve uh, to come over, over here. You. Came over to us. We we had our own section again. We paid for this shit, bitch. So we did not give a fuck. So you had the nerve to bring your hot dog water breath ass over here talking about some. Y'all can't be doing that, and y'all can't be doing that. According to mm-hmm. who? Not your alpha beta male bullshit that shit that you like to hold on to. Yeah, like <laughs> it's just amazing to me how we live in their heads rent free regularly well then i mean i've seen a lot of people um a lot of women emasculate men like berating them like that that's one reason why i said that i call them stupid and mm-hmm. worthless and you know stuff like that mm-hmm. be it, sometimes be out in public embarrassing them but this is the thing that i think this was my point why is it that when it happens to a man we call it emasculate but when it happens to a woman, because I have seen women get berated in public by their man, why, why is that called something different? That, I think that's my issue, because I feel like we, we are so conditioned to use these binary terms, like emasculate and effeminate and so on and so forth, when in actuality, that person's just being a cunt. <laughs> No, no, for real. Like, like, like that person is just being evil and being fucked up. But I feel like when we see it being coming from a woman to a man, we have to give it like a new term. We have to make it something bigger. Oh, and you're not just insulting them. You're emasculating them. You're taking something from them as if something's not being taken from the woman who's also being berated in public. I think that's where I'm coming from, at least in reference to that. Uh, Wilton. We need somebody who's straight to explain in detail how they're being emasculated. Yeah, I, really I want to know. Besides, you know, getting called out your name and all that, but. And remember, we're not just using emasculate for uh, women who talk shit to, to men. We're using emasculation for almost fucking anything. Um, on Arthur, Mr. Ratburn got married, didn't even kiss in the fucking episode, just held hands with his partner and people were losing their fucking minds. Nobody was being insulted, but for some reason, all of these children were being emasculated. All of these little boys were being emasculated. And on the conservative side, they were saying everybody. And on the uh, black conservative side, because let's just be honest, that's what you are uh, when you think that way. On the other side, they were like, oh, this is the emasculation of black men again. They're still trying to talk about sexuality to our children. I'm glad you said black conservative side. I feel like, because I'm noticing this. First of all, black people, I, I keep saying this because when I think about conservatism and I could I could definitely see how conservatism can benefit white people, but black people, once again, what are you trying to conserve? 
What are you conserving? <laughs> and also, I feel like Black people are, are more conservative than we like to think. The only thing that's keeping them from being conservative is racism. But when it comes to massage the war, homophobia, transphobia, uh, uh, anti-Blackness, capitalism, and all these other things that they cishet Black men like to hold on to to divide and conquer, they don't want to talk about that. They ain't talking about the stuff that's happening in their own in their own community, but everything else, like that's so. What are we, black people, black conservatives? I'm I'm really because I'm just trying to get like I could see how it benefits white people. I could definitely see that, but black people, what are you what are you trying to conserve in this fucking country? Mm. Mm. It's true, Wilton. I think some men, they think they probably be emasculated by having maybe a woman that making more money than them. That's probably another thing. They're probably ashamed of it. Oh, yeah. They're very intimidated by the fact that a lot of black women are going to out-earn them. That's a, that's a big deal for them. That's a huge um, mm -hmm. like hit to their ego. It's, it's so weird. I heard uh, <laughs> one, one guy on this panel because uh, it was a, a cishet black man and a gay black man on the panel. And he was, you, of course, asking him all the questions, trying to, I guess, quote unquote, diagnose him as why he might be gay. And he was like, well, do you have two, do you have both your parents in your life? And he was like, yes. And he was like, have you been touched? And he was like, no, I've not been touched. And he was like, well, who makes the most money, the man or the woman? And he was like, my mom makes more money. And he was like, oh, so that might be why you're gay, because she's the head of the house. Oh. And she's I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Breaking news, Yo. America. Breaking news. If your mother, if the mom makes more money, your kid is going to be gay. Wow. Oh, what a moment. My God. <laughs> I, it, this is where we're at. Straw man tactics at its finest. Uh, Starbite. And Aaron, um, in regard to the club situation or the VIP situation, a lot of these men um, is down low. You know what I'm saying? They got baby mamas and wives and kids and families and all of that. And late at night, you know, or, or, or when they caught themselves hanging with the guys, you know what I mean? They they thoroughly like, they en enjoy, you know, the lifestyle. And so, you know, what that was is they want to play both sides you know they want to be able to have their cake and eat it too and you know for a lot of these um you know straight appearing men however you want to call it um they don't want nobody to know you know what i mean so when when they see you know the flamboyancy of it all or just the 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 nature of of being living in your truth um they don't they don't like that because they want to still hide it's sad though. A hundred percent. And I think you really hit the nail on the head. They they want to continue to hide and they are so upset at the audacity. Like, why aren't you hiding like I am? Yeah. How dare you live your authentic life? Like, how dare you be so comfortable in being yourself? It's like they because they, look said they can't do that. They feel like they just <sighs> but it's like no, again and and, and I will put show that compassion shit on me. That, no, I, and, and uh, no, 100%. Do not put that shit on me. But I will say this. I will show compassion because this world is very unkind to bisexual Black men. Mm -hmm. This world is not an easy place. There's a reason why they're down low. 
I want to be per. Let, we got to be. Yeah. If we're gonna talk about yeah. it, we have to talk about it. There's a the reason why they are down low, and a lot of some of them are actually afraid of being killed. Some of them have been afraid of coming out because they were afraid of being killed as children by family members. Now they now they're older, like, and it has created a psychosis. I mean, I think that might be where Boosie is coming from because the hatred is so outward. This hatred is so like it's so visceral. Do you know what I'm saying? But the, uh, but remember the hood. Uh, this is why when um, Issa was saying earlier about that guy in gold who was just loving on his man and shit, like that can't happen in Liberty City. They and can't fathom live. like, yeah, they can't fathom like you being because again, I know personally trap niggas that are gay. Mm. But again, oh. we can't fathom how dare you be from the hood and be gay, bitch. A lot of black gay people grew up in the hood. Which is so stupid. Like, where do you think they? Do you think they all came from Beverly Hills or something? Like, I don't even know where they come from with some of the shit That's the thing. that they say and they, they say think, it out loud. They think it's a white thing. Once again, they think yes. being gay is a white thing, so they can't That's fathom. True. Oh, you're a black gay man from the hood. I'm from the hood parts of Kingston. Mm-hmm. They can't fathom that. The gully. <laughs> we don't even call the it the, the gully. The gully. Uh, the gully. Like, so. they, 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 don't, they, they can't deal with that. They really think that since being gay is a quote-unquote white thing or the white man to do this, the, the black household and all that other shit, they can't fathom seeing a picture of two trap niggas being a couple. It's like, how dare and you? And loving on each other. And, and I think also just even having two mask, quote-unquote, uh, black gay men loving on each other. First of all, they're confused. Who's the woman? I just, I hate, yo, no, I hate, I hate that dumbass question. We both like <sighs> dig, like, I don't understand. Like, <laughs> like how do you equate these things? Like, like <laughs> no, because the, the way it. they're just like A squared plus B squared equals absolute dog shit. Like, for whatever reason, whenever they are, t- they come up with these like fucking hypotheses, it's always ridiculous. They're nosy. That's um, why well, they ask that. They What they really want to know is who's taking dick and who's giving it. Next time a straight person asks me that, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna ask them that question. Well, bitch, let me see your dick. How big is it? Is it small? Or bitch, is your pussy hairy? Is the jungle down there? Let me see. Is it? You see how that shit works? (laughs) You see how you want to be in my business? But then when I ask you about y'all shit, well, let me see what his dick look like, and let me see how. That's none of your fucking business. Now it's offensive. Now, now, (laughs) now we're mad. Now it's a problem. Now I'm being disrespectful. Okay, Uh, Wilton. Tone down my existence. More like turn up your existence. We, I don't, well, I don't understand is why do we as grown people in general worry about other people? Like we need to worry mm. about our own selves because there's a lot too many grown people out here who got too much stuff going on in personal lives to be worrying about other people. Right. <laughs> I want to say like since we since we are moving on to the next topic because I get um. We get told this a lot. Oh, you just tone it down and make me feel comfortable. Or, you know, you're going to visit your family. So go ahead and take off your fingernail polish. And because I just don't want them to be talking about it the whole time. I shouldn't have to do that shit. And if I do have to do that shit, then I'm just not going to be there to begin with. Just like I'm not going to tone down my blackness for none of these white motherfuckers. I'm not going to tone down my queerness as well. Word. I'm going to play this little video. This is what triggered you. 
The funny thing is they don't make it the centerpiece of their identity. We do, because that's all we seem to focus on. What's interesting is when racist white people come to my page, they seem to not see any of my videos about misogyny, none of the jokes I make. They never see the videos about mental health. They only see the videos where I call out racism and they say all I talk about is white people because that's all they choose to focus on. If we're talking about the centerpiece of our identity, we as straight men do this all the time. Like, How many music videos do you know of where it's a straight man and dozens, if not hundreds, of half-naked women? It's interesting that your morals align with the same group of people who don't want you alive. The same group of people who saw nothing ethically wrong with putting 12-year-old enslaved children on breeding farms and forcing them to copulate. But they see a problem with the LGBTQ. Neo-Nazis, who are white supremacists, executed the LGBTQ and also executed disabled people. The Klan does not accept LGBTQ or disabled people. They want to preserve the lives of white, cis, able-bodied men. I want to preserve the lives of black, able-bodied cis men, which I think y'all different from white supremacists. And also, if we're talking about centerpieces, child, the top of your scalp. <laughs> Listen. I love her. Um, but it's, I feel like it's so true. But I really want you to tell the story of exactly what happened that brought this topic about and um, why we decided we wanted to talk about it because this is what every, this is what so many, um, uh, black queer people are going through right now. This tug of war with their families, the tug of war of wanting to go to places that you're going to be celebrated and not just tolerated. So I really do want you to go ahead and break that down. So yesterday, as we know, was Easter. So we, my mom wanted to go see, you know, some family members and my nails were polished. And she asked me to take the nail polish off. And I said, why? <laughs> and then she said, well, I don't have a problem with it, but I just don't want them to see it and that be the main topic point of the night. And I just don't want them to just make that the main conversation about your sexuality. I said, why are you so worried about the reputation of your, of your son that you're supposed to love unconditionally? That shouldn't matter. If they, if the first thing they see is my nails and my sexuality is on their minds the entire time. That's on them. But at the end of the day, that shouldn't matter to you because you are my mother and I am your, well, I ain't telling the, the gender thing, non-binary. Yeah, but Listen, yeah, you got a baby. <laughs> She's still Jamaican. You got a baby. Still She's Jamaican already getting stuff. over the gay thing. He, they wore <laughs> lip gloss the other day and was like, oh, you're trying to be trans now. So <laughs> listen, you, you don't know what they go, baby steps, baby steps. I get it. But yeah, um, but I'm like... no longer I'm no longer interested in going into places where like if I if I don't feel the love, if I don't feel comfortable, I'm just not going, period. I'm not bending parts of myself anymore. Um, and I feel like that's why that that clip was so important, because it's like they straight people need to understand just because someone's wearing nail polish doesn't mean that they want their sexuality to be the center of conversation. How the fuck does that equal that? Where, where are you coming from? Oh no, Maybe their nails are painted. They're gonna emasculate the barbecue. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Not emasculate the barbecue. <laughs> That's stupid. I'm sorry, I just did. Serenity, hey Oh, hi Erin, hi Sig. Good hey, morning, girl. I just popped in. Um, but Aaron, oh my gosh, that is so true. These people always talk about the kids come first. I love my child no matter what. And then it really comes down to, well, if my son wears nail polish, that's da -da -da -da. it's so disgusting. 
black people, we need help. Especially our older black generation. They need help. They need so much help. We did a whole episode on older black toxic women. Like, because it's, nigga, it's real out there. It's like they want to erase us as much as the white people do. Do you know how crazy that is? I really want black people to understand when you see a black queer person or a black trans person on TV, that is something to be celebrated. There is power in the multiplicity of blackness. We can't, like, again, before we was colonized, it was so much power in that shit. Bitch, that's why I, I want them to understand, like, why is this something that you, it's just the end of the world for some of these people. I'm just so confused. It, it really is crazy, especially when we see there are so many things that are happening within the black community that we do really need to fix. Like we, there, there are so many, there are so many things when we talk about drugs or, or violence or, or um, the black femicide that's happening um, every five and a half hours, that number keeps going up. Every five and a half hours, a black woman is murdered, murdered, not dying by general natural causes, not a fucking heart attack. Somebody took their life. And then when we and, talk about this, when we when we call out and hold our community, the black black people accountable, y'all just so quick to tear down a black man, and that's why we can't go nowhere because y'all just don't like black men, and I just feel like y'all doing awesome. y'all just don't like blackness. When we talk about white people, y'all just hate white people, and y'all racist as fuck. We call it out. Bro. We call all of it out on this fucking podcast, and we're gonna continue to do so. Uh, honestly, and the, uh, until I die, straight up, I'm never, I'm never gonna stop talking about this shit. Whether it's colorism, whether it's racism, whether it's homophobia, transphobia, massage noir, all of those fucking isms have no place in my life. So I'm gonna continue to speak on them until they go away. And it doesn't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon. So get, boom, we got topics. Like well, again, I was trying to um, have a conversation. I told uh, cishead black man on this panel. He was saying, of course, the, the, the usual, the nuclear black family and how black gay men are the problem. And I told him, do you not know how much you sound like white supremacists right now? And he was like, well, I don't see what you mean. That ain't got nothing to do with that. I said, yes, the fuck it does. This whole nuclear shit, this whole, I only give a fuck about you unless what you can bring to the plantation, what you can, that came from white supremacy. And he was like, well, that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. And I said, okay, well, the next time you hear a white person say, well, I don't like you niggas. You need to go back to where you came from. You're taking all our jobs. And you remember what the fuck you said. That's just, his, I'm going to say, well, that's it's, just his opinion, just girl. Opinion. It's just, that's what, just what's his opinion. Wrong? He's just speaking up and say, saying what he believes is his truth. Do you know how fucked up you sound? You see how and that I shit works? You to know that when you start agreeing with the oppressor, maybe it's time to take some internal inventory. Just, just, just gonna put it out there. It's a read. I'm so sorry, boo. That's. <sighs> I, I just, I don't understand. Why can't people just express themselves without all the extra bullshit and nail polish? How the fuck? They, this straight cis hetero men who wear nail polish. So what the fuck? <sighs> But do you believe that that was her reasoning? Oh, you're going, you're with the nail polish. Your sexuality is now going to be the topic of conversation, and that's your fault. How the fuck does that? What math are you doing? The math ain't math, baby. It's clicking, but it's clicking down. 
down words uh, constantly. Uh, Wilton. One story about somebody said something about toning it down. Um, one place I worked at had a girl. She commented on another um, guy. He looked. He actually looked kind of. You couldn't really tell if he was a female or a woman or a man. But she made a comment about he needed to tone it down because it's confusing to her. Like to me, that ain't made no. That didn't make any sense at all for her to be saying that. That was disrespectful. As as fuck. It's not for you to understand, bitch. God damn. This is not, it may not be for you to understand. You're just supposed to accept me for what I say I am and I, you move on the fuck on with that. But your brain's just like, oh, I wonder what they've got in their pants. You're the pervert. It costs nothing to be respectful to folks. I, I was at work and so, uh, some straight black woman uh, was talking about Fonsi Santana and she was like, I like he don't need to be doing all that because he got a beard and makeup and it's like you ain't pick a side if you're gonna pick a side then choose one you can't have the beard on and have all these nails and makeup I said why the fuck can't he we can, we're queer we can do whatever the fuck we want to do so I, like that's the point of being queer we're queer but so why, why should he have to pick a side this whole if you're gonna be a, have a beard and makeup you can't do both yes the fuck he can and you can't tell him what the fuck to do who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you to tell them what they can, can and cannot do, what they can put on, what they can't put on? Who the fuck are you? And the nerve of cishead black women to be homophobic when black queer folks, black queer men are always defending black women because we're going through, once again, this divide and conquer tactic, tactic that I'm noticing a lot of cishead black men are doing. This we if you are not cis like you're seen as either a threat or weak to the black community, so that affects black women and black LGBT folks. We're on the same team, girl. So this whole oh my god, they they just taking all the dick. Find out how to get the dick. Are you mad because we get more <laughs> dick than you are? It's plenty of dick out here. Dicks ahoy. Listen, di- <laughs> not dicks ahoy. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Pringles. Once you pop, you just can't stop. No, but yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Dick is plentiful. And I honestly, I feel like people really need to take some internal inventory when something that cannot affect you, somebody else is walking into the room. They have nothing to do with your fucking day-to-day life. Yet somehow they're emasculating you. I need you to understand how weak and mental that sounds. Just putting it out there. Uh, Serenity. Period, y'all. Period. Yesterday, I was talking about why with Joyce and uh, Lady Usura, we were all in a live. And I was talking about why black men really shouldn't be leading in the community. No matter how much they want to claim they want to be leaders and that they have the answers. And I brought up why and I showed statistics from even the motherland on the corruption leaders there. I We even got a little bit more in depth about the Black Panther Party and the things that they did, but they, you know, and the Black community on this app, the Black men just suck them up so much and they don't even know about the own people that they're idolizing. And we mm. were talking about the rape initiation. Mm. Joyce was talking about it in the Black Panther Party and they got so offended and they were saying, y'all are anti-Black, y'all are anti-pro-Black businesses. How are we supposed to get out when our Black women don't even think that we should be leaders? No. Oof, y'all. 
Listen, and you know, me and Aaron had a whole episode where we tackled a lot of the toxicity within Black activism. We talked about the toxicity within those communities. Um, we did not talk about the rape initiation, but that was real. Mm-hmm. That was something that was very real. And Black women wanting to be a part of the movement were exploited. Yep. And then when we call it, as soon, yep. As soon as we, but as soon as we call it out, because again, we, we, we call it out because we want to move forward. So as soon as we call it out. Bro, but they have this bandaid on a broken bone mentality. So the bone is literally protruding from the skin, but we just put a bandaid on top and call it black excellence and say, guess what? We're going to be okay. And we shall overcome. No, man, no, that. you're we the only way we're going to make the black community better is by talking about the flaws within it and how we're going to fix it, not pretending they don't exist. But then that's when we do that, stupid, when we do that, oh, y'all must be that's some uh white supremacist talking points. Y'all just don't like your own people. Right? You read from the white man's dictionary. And do, 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 do. I just wanna, first of all, I just want to need to say I did not yet know your voice could do that. Oh, I have a high bass range. I can go. I I can sing bass. I can sing bass. I can sing tenor. I can even sing soprano if I need to. Who else was like, "Who the fuck is on this live?" I was. Look, I can sound. Look, I can sound like a a nigga, nigga. Like I can go there. You ain't like if I'm ever angry. If I'm ever angry, like you'll be like, "Damn, gangster as fuck!" Like, (laughs) don't fucking play with me. That's like, like I, in the hood for real. Folk think they can beat my ass. One nigga threatened to beat my ass from this app. I said, baby, <laughs> you really don't huh. know me. You know, you know, Cardi B, pull up, pull up, pull up. <laughs> if, that's, <laughs> if that's really how you feel. Uh, Wilton. The way I see it, if somebody is uncomfortable with, with how you look, whether it be your sexuality, how you present yourself, like you're a straight man, you kind of express your feminine side. Just even just in general, you should not be around them at all. Like cut them off, no matter who it is. Your parents, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your children, your grandparents, even some of your friends. All them people need you need to cut them off because you can't have anybody in your life that doesn't respect you and your it's, it's the truth. But I feel like what we really need to drive home with this topic is that we do not have to go into places that we are going to be tolerated. We do not have to go into places that we are going to have to conform to. We just don't have to show up. We should only go to places where we are going to be celebrated. Celebrated, not just accepted, celebrated. And only go to those places because those are the only places that deserve our fucking presence. Because like, going to no. places... Going to places where you're tolerated, you will hear things like, "Oh, okay, well, you know, I don't approve it, but that's you. I'm not. Li- I'm not looking for that either. I don't. No, need that's your, not acceptable. I don't need you to tell me what you approve or accept, bitch. You are not the FDA. <laughs> Never. <laughs> bitch, that shit can still be sold in stores. Gay can still be sold in stores. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. hear. I don't approve it, but that's on you, bitch. I don't give a fuck, bitch. I don't need your bad credit ass to approve shit for me. Hmm. Well, serenity. Not Aaron sounded like big boy. (laughs) (laughs) You sounded like big boy with that rocky. That's exactly what that nigga sound like. Oof.
get ready. I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> Yo, mm. listen, I'm always trying to be a no voice names. actor. I'm already trying to be a voice actor. So I already need, I need Aaron to get on board. Nigga. Like, you're already a professional dancer. You got other talents. I just want to let you know. Um, Explore. Okay. In the choir, back when I was a closeted church Christian, I sang, <laughs> um, <laughs> I sang bass and tenor. And sometimes I can sing alto and even soprano. So my voice range is very like, it can go very high, it can go very low. Like, it just depends. Listen, no, and I sing as well, but my voice is like on the, huh, we see what's going on. You know what it is. We see each other. <laughs> we, we see each other. It's Marcelo. I'm screaming. Yes, yeah, Sid, I'm with you on that one. I was not expecting that voice to get that deep. Come through, Aaron. Okay. One of these episodes. The, the, the panties started episodes, quivering a little bit. I'm like, who, who is this? <laughs> look, make me, make me a little wet. Good. One of these episodes, I'm like, going to oh. sound like, um, I'm going to talk like Trey an entire episode one of these days. I'm just going to sound like a straight oh. nigga. I'm going to sound like a, I'm just going to sound Trey the whole episode just to, <laughs> just to see how it goes. Yo, listen, when I say that is going to have me screaming, because I, I won't be able to handle it, okay? I'm I can do it. It's know. easy, because again, most black gay men, it's easy for us to do that. Because again, we've been yeah. in the closet, we had to conform and all that. So it's like, it's, I talk a, it's like... a different type of code switching. That's really what it is. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. You had me dying. Serenity. And Aaron, that voice was a little bit too straight for me. I don't like the. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm saying though, you heard it right. I knew I wasn't the only one that heard that shit. All Look, right. Listen. <laughs> I can talk like this, like I can say, "What's up, girl?" Or I can say like this, "What's up, Shardy?" Oh shit! Do you see what I'm talking about? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck was that? (laughs) Like, girl, like I'm uncomfortable. I'm turned on. Like I don't even know what's going on in my body. Anyway, (laughs) Bush Queen, Bush Queen. Period. (laughs) Oh my goodness, giving you all realness. Okay, so (laughs) I cannot. Okay, uh, so we do have to switch gears uh, to another topic, and uh, I hate to bring the room down. Um, not that we ever talk about light topics in this bitch, but this is um, this is heavier than normal, I would say. Um, oof. I'm not even sure how to start this. So... We have to uh, talk about the case that happened recently where a black man, I believe his name was Christian Toby Obumseli. I'm pretty sure that I am absolutely jacking that shit up. He died savagely by the hands of his white um, girlfriend, white influencer, OnlyFans uh, girlfriend, and she stabbed him to death. They arrested her. She said that she was going to kill herself and she was Baker acted and released. No charges have come forward or anything like that. Um, now, <laughs> this is the issue, right? While this man was alive, he said a lot of disgusting things about black women. So I'm going to read you guys an article really quick, okay? Um, the family of Christian um, Tobochekuwu 
Obamseli, Toby, is speaking about, out about those hateful and vile tweets he wrote about Black American women, which surfaced following his death. As previously reported, Nigerian-born Obumseli was fatally stabbed by his white girlfriend inside their luxury high-rise apartment in Miami in what authorities describe as a domestic dispute. Obumseli was pronounced dead after being rushed to the local hospital. His girlfriend, OnlyFans model and Instagram influencer Courtney Clenny, 25, was detained after the fatal stabbing and while at the police station threatened to kill herself. She was briefly hospitalized before being released on bail less than a week after her arrest in connection to the killing. Um, as reported, Clenny was, sported, was spotted at the Grand Beach Hotel in Miami having a drink just days after she was released from Suicide Watch. I'm going to stop there. There was a... Um, she was at that hotel and there was actually a woman there. And of course it was a black woman. I heard it. <laughs> and she saw her sitting down having a drink and she was like, you just killed your boyfriend. What the fuck are you doing here? I love black people. I really do. Um, but let's get a little bit more into um, the tweets. When th these tweets were really, really disgusting. He spent years uh, and these tweets were from like 2011 uh, 2012, um, they're trying to say like, oh, well, he was young then, so on and so forth. Um, he was saying shit like, um, my friend the other day thought I dated black women, but I don't. All the thing that black women are for is for um, twerking. Um, just the, the, the nasty, disgusting rhetoric that we've kind of always seen um, from really toxic black men who say that this is just quote unquote their preference. And I just want to say the, the the preference didn't work out for him this time. I'm going to go ahead and have uh, Aaron play a video real quick. And we are going to, uh, we're going to talk about it. Because the family is trying to say, even though we strongly uh, disagree with the ignorant and repulsive tweets from my then high school aged brother, that have recently resurfaced, reads a statement. However, the tweets do not diminish our demand for thorough investigation into Toby's murder or negate the necessity for justice. They were literally coming to the black community, the black community to plead their case because this woman is out on bail. She absolutely is getting away with murder. I'm not gonna pretend that's not a fact, but I'm gonna be real honest with you. This, this is not a fight for black women. This, this just isn't our fight. Go ahead. All right, we're going to talk about Tobe Ogunswele again. And if I said his name wrong, I apologize. But we're going to get into it. Now, if you don't remember, Tobe is the Black man that recently found himself unalive, allegedly at the hands of Courtney, the white only fans model who have followers so and the internet is a bitch and what i'm noticing <laughs> right now are you good yeah you can't hear it can you hear me yeah yeah girl the ghetto okay well i'm a while Sydney's trying to fix that, continue this video. Best life at the moment. And what I'm noticing 
in this situation and the responses from black men is that it's very anti-black of black women to not be rallying behind this black man who already excluded himself from the black conversation by being very anti-black towards black women. And it's starting to give me the same energy that the white women get. But I also want to say before, as we try and get this uh, loaded up and everything, I do want to go ahead and like ask everybody, like, what exactly were you feeling and thinking when you first heard this story and then heard the tweets come out? Because I'll, I'll be honest, I was thinking to myself, why are you coming to me? Why are you asking Black women for their help right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because white women wanted for black women to forget about our racial differences and rally behind them as women. And now black men want us to forget about the massage noir that this man exuded with his whole dead chest and forget about all the other disparaging things he said about black women in order to rally behind him as a black person. Here's the problem. As a black woman, I don't get to pick sides. I exist simultaneously as black and as a woman. We exist at an intersection. Toby is at the crossroads. Too soon. At any rate. Okay, can y'all uh, leave messages? Because <laughs> Sydney cannot. Um, she's having technical difficulties on her side. So, can y'all leave voice messages? Can y'all hear us? Or me, at least? <laughs> or the, did y'all hear the video? Because, girl, Miss Internet is, is giving ghetto. But, um, yeah, what she said was very true. Because, like, I'm not saying this is something that can be, that should be celebrated. However, I don't think that it seems like every time this happens, it's like black women, where you at? Black women, where you at? And it's like, but y'all was just shitting on us the whole entire time. Girl, let me see if Sydney can come back in. You back? Can you hear me, girl? I can hear you now. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't even know how that sounded. Can I even load this to the Spotify? I don't Girl. think so. <laughs> uh. I'm here thinking there's a problem. So I'm like, oh, let me keep talking because there's an issue. Nigga, listen, oh, I, I hope y'all heard it. I told them at least messages they could hear us, but um, we gonna, we gonna see. Yes, I honestly think that like, I'm just sick and tired of, you know, these white people being able to claim I'm going to kill myself or I did nothing wrong. And then the police really think they did nothing wrong and just like, leave it at that. Like, is she getting more charged charges or anything? Like what's going on with her is like, and you know, his, you know, past tweets and, you know, hate for black women. I, I, I always see this pattern though. I don't know why, but it's always a pattern where black men hate, you know, black women. So they go after white women and then the white women either divorce them, kill them, sue them or, or claim they were beat by them. It's just like, I, 
I, I don't know. Yeah, I heard the video. Um, and the first time I heard about this situation, I was like, damn, you know, heard about her getting out on bail, heard about a whole bunch of other shit. But when I heard about them tweets and when I read them tweets, child, bye. <laughs> Sucks for you. You know what I'm saying? Like as a human, I'm just like, damn, another one of us gone. But as like a black woman, I'm not about to do, I'm not, no, fuck that. Mm -mm. Like I said previously, we're not rallying up no troops. Right. What happened uh, with, with Miss Jackson, who's now in the Supreme Court? All the black men on here were oh. trying to dismiss her. Oh, is he go? Oh, is she gonna do something for us? And she worried to the the white man. She married to the white man. How's she gonna do something for the black community? Yeah. Okay, same for this. I don't care about that, brother. <gasps> Everybody. <gasps> oh my God, shaking in your boots because I said such. Well, to, it's always. It just seems to always be a common like. Y'all see how it is, right? Oh, the black man hates the black woman, so they go to the white woman. Then they get treated like absolute shit or die or get arrested. And then everybody comes in here talking about, you know, just whatever. Mm. Listen. I, I really feel like at this point... Um, I, I, I'm sorry, black men and white women, you need to be mobilizing for your nigga. Absolutely. You, you need to be mobilizing for him. He never gave us any love in life. So why are we supporting him in death? Why are we even pretending to? I've that never been the type to like, sense. I've never been the type to be like, oh, well, this person was a shit person in his life, but since he's dead, all of a sudden he's a good person now. I'm not that type of nigga to do that. I, I think um, it's stronger with in the black community to do that for the people who bad people who die because of faith and that's a different Religion, conversation. Man. Yeah, but um, I've never been the type to okay, this person treated me like shit, doesn't give a fuck about my existence. Like I had someone who I went to high school with. Um, he picked on me all the time for being queer, called me faggot just about every day. He passed away. I didn't celebrate it. However, I'm not going to mourn it either. I'm not going to just be like, oh my God, what was like, he didn't give a fuck about my existence. And why are we doing that? Why aren't we only going up for people that go up for us? And then they want to go ahead and say, oh, this is what was wrong. I saw, I sent um, Aaron a video the other night where there was this uh, black woman who was saying some shit like, if uh, the black the black women who are saying that they don't that they don't care that he died or whatever the case is or what she said celebrate that he died I don't think anybody's celebrating boo but to the women who are ce celebrating that he died um, that I want to say that's probably why he didn't like y'all to begin with what gaslighting she even looked she looked just like Candace Owens so I'm not surprised that she said that in that video. When she did say that, because <laughs> I'm just being honest, because it's a lot of we still have a lot of pick me's out there who mm -hmm. who like and these pick me, these pick me women like to uphold patriarchy. They do. Where would they be without it? <laughs> to be to be honest. Um, oh, serenity. Aaron, you better stop.
You better stop. You said, what's up, shawty? Okay. Don't come for me. Okay. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> but you should do that, though. Are you like, fine? Act <laughs> like you've been, like, delivered or something, right? And then, like, trick the whole entire stereo. Because they know who you were on there. So they'll be like, what happened to your voice? You you got out of that, that gayness again? And then just switch it up on them again. <laughs> that shit would be hilarious. I should have did that. I should on April Fools when April Fools. I should have did an episode like I should have been like, y'all, I ain't gay no more. You know what I'm saying? Like I was in church. Like I can't, like I can't do that shit, bro. Like I can't be like sucking no dick. Like that's a sin against God. Like I like light skinned women only. Like she gotta be light skinned or white. I can't be doing no dark skinned women, bro. Like I should do an episode like that. Did you were so Fools. scary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm frightened. I'm going okay. to start me. Um, when we do, when we start our um, Earth is Ghetto After Dark series, talking about sex, I'm going to do like a hotline voice. And that's how I'm going to talk. Nigga, not a hotline voice. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's Marcel, though. Thank you, Sid. Speak on it. You know, I I hate that. I hate when justice is not served. But I am not about to grab a picket sign and, Mm-mm. you know, gather up the troops and shit for someone who talked about us in such a vile manner. I throw up a prayer or whatever and keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just, we're just being honest. Inspired. How much you want to bet they're going to say that she has mental problems? Probably put her mm-hmm. in a mental institute for a couple of months. Let her back out. She'll be on OnlyFans again. She'll be raking in thousands and millions of dollars on a yearly basis. And this is just going to go down in history. And, you know, they're going to hope that everybody fucking forgets about it. And, and yeah, I'm sick and tired of them doing this to the black people, man. It sucks. It's like, you know, it's stop using mental health as a reason to get away with murder. And, and they do it so much for the white people. And it's not fair. I'm brown, but I feel for the black people. It's not fair, man. It's not- like, like I said, all of these fucking white people, usually Christian, who be shooting up mm. movie theaters and shooting up churches and stuff, as soon as they oh. get caught... Oh, he just had mental issues, and you know he just played video games. He stayed to himself, and you know he ate burritos, and he's just a lone wolf. Mm. And let him be a person that's... of color. Oh, just they, they just lock the door. Just, just just close the door and lock it and throw away the key. It, it's it's a wrap when you are a person of color, and that's just what it is. Um, unless you have money, we have seen money exceed that. Otherwise, sorry, uh, Eddie. On God, though. On God. No. Not you, too. We can easily switch it up. That's one thing about Butch Queens, because, again, like, again, like, we've had to. But it's just easy for us to do that. So I can, like, again, talk like this, like I'm talking to you now. Like, girl, well, I can talk like this, and you know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I don't That's know why I say this gender shit is stupid shocking. to me. <laughs> This mass film <laughs> shit is so crazy. It, it, it's stupid to me. Y'all know I don't believe in that dumbass shit. But I like to I like to have fun, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> listen, listen. I'm like I said, I was just like, yo, I don't know where that voice came from. I don't know how to feel. Um, uh, but uh it's Marcel Bell. <laughs> 
I'm totally convinced hey, uh, Pygmies watch The Handmaid's Tale and get turned the fuck on. Ooh. Like, I'm convinced. Because oh some of these bitches be wildin'. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, let me tell you something. I can see it. Pygmies out mm. here, they like to do that role play shit where they let their white man call them uh, a nigger bitch or something like that. And oh it's god. okay to them. Let me tell you something. Uh-uh. I'm we kept because me and Sydney have to keep saying this. There's nothing wrong with interracial dating. However, black men who only date white women, I, I stop hiding say, behind I, preference. Because <laughs> and, and let me tell you something. Stop hiding behind preference. Because if you really just liked white women, you wouldn't shit on black women so much. Right. Because when I like something, I when I I love mango nectar. I don't go ahead and say fuck cranberry juice. That's not how this works. <laughs> right. Stop it. If I have so a preference, you, you're going to see probably seven bottles of apple juice and two bottles of orange juice. But if it's all strictly just if nine apple juices, that's not a fucking preference. That's a requirement. Do, 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 do you understand? It's not hard. I hate to have to boil this down to inanimate objects and shit. Because I feel like that's the only way straight people understand <laughs> Girl, that's given. We have to, to take them back honest. to the kindergarten. Yo, and I'm just, I'm just saying. I in this particular situation, I am not mobilizing. I am not hashtagging. I am not getting behind nobody because that man hated me. I want to put my efforts towards people who deserve it, like the black trans women who are disappearing that we don't even know their fucking name. Mm. I'm sorry that I see bigger fish to fry. I think that it's fucking terrible what happened. Nobody deserves to die that way. I want to make sure I make that very clear. That's a horrible way to go. What the fuck? But I'm just going to be honest. I really hope the police... What? Thank you. I hope the white women and the black men who love that preference go ahead and rally behind this dude and figure out a way to get that woman in jail. But don't ask me for shit. That's where I'm at. Yeah, remember that next time you want us to all stand in solidarity for y'all asses. Meanwhile, you only going for uh, women who like to fantasize after you and say a BBC big black cop. And it's like, girl, next thing you know, shit like this happens, then you want us to fucking rally behind y'all asses, but you still don't give a fuck about my existence at the same time. I'm not doing that. No. And I think we should be done doing that. And I feel like the reason why that is a um, knee-jerk reaction for the black community to do so is because of it's it's because of how we've been treated in this country so we have that knee-jerk reaction oh we just got to protect them just because that they're black but i'm letting you know if you hurt the black community if you don't like the black community i the black community doesn't you don't deserve the black community support i'm sorry you can't stacy dash this shit you can't shit on bet and then go ahead and be like i can't believe that there's black award shows <laughs> That's so racist. And then you go bankrupt and got no money and you on one and one, uh, uh, you're on uh, Game Over on fucking UPN. Like, bitch, wasn't BET money okay for you before? This is so, why. Um, ooh, this is going to piss some folks off. I really don't give a fuck. I'm hot. Um, this is why a lot of <laughs> this is why a lot of uh, black LGBT folks didn't, we didn't, again, we didn't celebrate the death. But we know his history when Nipsey Hussle's history when it comes to homophobia and transphobia and stuff. We was like, oh, like, you know, so it's like, 
it's we put in tough situations on shit like this. So I'm gonna have to ask you. So I don't really know very much about Nipsey Hussle. So I certainly don't know about his homophobic and transphobic comments. So I want you to expand. He said some tweets about again emasculating black men and gay black oh. men or breaking up the family. Okay. And and it was off based off of some photos like this is what happens. Let me see if I can send it to you. Let me see if I can find it. I because I, I, and you know what's sad because it's like when you know I only kind of know the I'm have the ignorant cishet version of Nipsey Hussle. He did a lot of things for the community that were really dope. That's Absolutely, literally all I know. Absolutely, um, that, that's all I know. Um, but I feel like again we need to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. We can say that he did amazing things for the community and also to the truth about who he was as a person. Do you know what I mean? Like we should be able to do both at the same time. And I know that's difficult for people. I know that's hard, but we gotta be honest about certain things. And it's not fair to us that we continue to go ahead and throw certain shit under the rug because it only allows the toxicity to fester. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, good girl, Riri. Sometimes it be the shit that make you laugh, make you cry. I mean, if you get a following by shitting on black women and you get cut up, stabbed up by the same white mother, moon, earth goddess, uh, stringy hair, uh, don't get caught in the rain because it's going to smell like a dog. You know, I mean, go ahead, you know, turn up. Um, Maybe all the white women that, you know, loved him so much will hashtag him, you know, but I just, I seen the headlines and was like, eh. And literally kept scrolling. I didn't give a fuck. Oh my god, let me follow her. <laughs> it's the wet dog for me. Yo. Girl, you, I ain't surprised though, because you know they don't be washing their legs. Uh, I Listen, I have heard some very disturbing things from white celebrities, like I don't wash my kids unless I see dirt on them, and I'm just like, ooh, your pussy tastes like house pee. I, I can tell. I can tell. I can tell from here. Um, it's Marcel, though. This is my thing, too. Um, when we explain how the tweets are offensive and how we view that as hate towards us, going back and forth with another black man regarding that shit, that shit really eats me alive. Why is it that when we say we have been hurt or something has been done to us or whatever, we just have to be fucking questioned all the damn time? Uh-huh. Like, why can't you just rock with us? Why can't you just look at it and understand from our point? We're going to feel that way because it's aimed towards us. And if you was really as pro-black as you say, you'd be angry too. Mm. Bruh. That last part right there, if you were as pro-black as you say you were, you would be just as pissed off. Absolutely. That's the thing, though. When we say, hey, you know, he he said this and he did this. Oh, well, you just, you must be around white folks or that's the white supremacist talking and you just anti-black. I'm like, no. He was anti-black. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> How are you going to go tell me I'm anti-black defending an anti-black ass nigga? Right. The fuck are we talking about? Like, let's be real. And then we say, oh, well, 
like for example with the Nipsey Hustle thing, uh, you do know he said a lot of shit about black gay men. They're still black, right? But oh well, everyone's homophobic. It ain't just black folks. No, bitch, because I'm not gonna let you get away with that either. First of all, you're a fool if you don't think that there's a problem with homophobia in the black community compared to a lot of these other races. You're a damn fool for thinking that. Second of all, you are not going to all lives matter the situation and say, well, everyone else is doing it. Everyone else is uh, homophobic. So I don't see what the problem is. No, bitch. I'm not going to let you get away with that. Because I'm, I'm sick of hearing this whole, well, they doing it, so I can do it too. I'm, we're just going to five-year-old the situation. is, Oh, well, they can do it, so I should be able to do it. No, ma'am. <laughs> no. And, and And to be honest with you, Everybody else should be really sick of that rhetoric because in the meantime, while we're giving these niggas excuses for doing what they do, fucked up things are happening in the background. And again, I am not happy or tap dancing that this man died. What I'm saying is, is that I'm not using any emotional labor to, to, to defend this, to figure this out at all. There are so many people that deserve my fucking time. I'm just being honest with you. Because before you, do, I, do, before you do all that emotional labor, ask yourself, would he do that for you? Bro. And you know what the answer is. So I'm not going to waste my time with that. I'm going to sleep very well at night. Thank you. Thank you. I am putting Epsom salts in my bath, lavender flavored. <laughs> okay? This is, yeah. you don't, you need to, und- and you need to understand that I'm not using my emotional labor for that. There are a lot of other things going on in this country that are absolutely killing us. And I want to defend those who cannot defend themselves. And in this situation, again, I need black men who have those same preferences and white women who love BBC to go ahead and mobilize for this poor man. Oh. That's, that's, when that's, I tell you that's, I hate that word, I hate that word so much. BB, like, you know I hate that word. God, I, and you know, I'm seeing it. this in black men's profiles, like just scrolling, I will see BBC in black men's profiles. Like, and I'm just like, okay, so I see who you're trying to attract. Mm-hmm. We'll swipe left on this one. They Thank only you for attract, letting me know. Uh, they only want Miracle Whip. <laughs> he is an eight by 11 only type of nigga. And, talking, about, well, that's just, <laughs> talking about, well, I let her. That's I let her call it that. That's fine. I'm like, yeah. What else you let her do? Put a dog collar around your neck, nigga. Girl, listen. All right, and so we are going to uh, go ahead and uh, switch gears because uh, I could. I honestly could talk about that all day. And I think the reason that it was so um, upsetting for me was because I saw them really trying to guilt and gaslight black women into mobilizing for this man who absolutely hated them. And that for me was very, very fucking triggering. And I, we just had to, to, to talk about it. Uh, oh, Wilton. I just rejoined. Did y'all hear about what Mano said? I did. What did you hear now? about what Mano said? Mm-mm, what happened? So, so Mano went ahead and he was on um, some podcast of some kind. I don't know which one, but he was talking about how he wanted a, he wanted to do race play where he would go ahead and have a white man 
uh, he talks about a white man beating him and then and then a, a, and then wanting to uh, fuck a white woman who was like, oh, oh, he probably took advantage of me, but I'm only saying that in front of the slave master, even though I really enjoy it. It was weird. Oh, my God. That was weird. I, I, and I was just like, who asked for this? And I think that we're just talking about fantasies. And this nigga just decided to be honest. And he really should not have been honest. He should have lied. He should have lied to everybody. Mm. Is this your king? <laughs> <laughs> Submit to a king. Nigga, you look like the one you want to be submitting. What are you at talking to me for? <laughs> um it was it was weird it was very fucking weird he went into more detail but honestly i don't want to remember more details so i'm not gonna try um i've never understood people who do race play i'm sorry if you do race play then and you're white then you're racist and if you're black then you hate yourself period i'm not gonna say well it's just a fantasy no if you do race play as a black person you hate yourself and if you do race play as a white person, you're fucking racist. Straight up. I'm not finna That's twist it and say, oh, well, it's just, it's just in the bedroom. No. No, you're not finna do that shit. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. There's no... No, nigga, the fuck? You don't get to be like, oh, I do that, but I'm not racist. What? Oh, I just call him nigger when I'm getting like fucked. But other than that, I, I don't see color. Girl, get the fuck out of my face. You, you listen, you you non-traffic light seeing bitch. Go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed. Uh, I'm I'm so done. Um, so <laughs> again, we are going to go ahead and switch gears. Um, just because um this was a topic that I was actually um thinking about for a while um to do. So I always be given way too much information about myself on this thing, but I can only go from my personal experiences. <laughs> I really can. So um, obviously you see the title, Cheating is Traumatic. And I just want to say, I was the type of person, uh, first of all, I was very slow when it came to the whole sexuality thing. I started having, finally started, lost my virginity when I was around 20. And... Sadly, and now I know because of therapy why a lot of this happened, but um, I had never really had um, any male figure really saying nice things to me until I started dating, which I think we all know how damaging that can be. Um, and I want to say within every single relationship that I was in, save for three to this day, I was cheated on. Every single last time like it became so constant that I was beginning to think well yo what the fuck is wrong with me why am I not enough for one person and that's the reason why I titled it cheating is traumatic because it's not just cheating especially when you're the one who's being cheated on because it really makes you start to doubt your self-worth it makes it, it literally turns your self-esteem into mush. And then you start going to try to find somebody else who's got another nice uh, pocket of words for you that you can fall in love with. And I want to say, first and foremost, 
um, cheating doesn't just happen just because you have low self-esteem. I don't want anybody to get that from what I'm saying. I'm saying I was more susceptible to abuse because of my childhood and being spoken to the way I was. But I want to, but the reason why I was bringing um, this particular topic up is because I want to say that as a person who's gone through it so many times, it really leaves scars on you, like as a person, like you want to go in trusting, you want to go in being like, oh, I can trust and, and, um, and he has to do something in order for my trust to be broken. But when it's gotten to the point where you being cheated on is such an issue for you, because it's happened so many times, especially when you did blindly trust, that shit is very fucking difficult. And I just wanna say for those of us that are going through that right now, I need you to listen to me closely. Stop dating. Mm. Stop dating right now. You're not fucking ready. You're not. All of that baggage, everything that you went through, you are literally dragging that with you to the next relationship. You have gotten rid of nothing, all of the insecurities, all of the bullshit. And the, what's worse is when you are a person that has been cheated on and you get into another relationship, you don't mean to do it, but you're looking for that person to fix a part of your self-esteem. You are looking for that person to fill a hole, uh, uh, to fill that gap that you feel within yourself because you just want to feel pretty and you just want to feel loved and you want to feel like the only one so fucking bad. And I just want to say that is another thing that just, it literally gives birth to pick me culture. Mm. When that is your mindset, it gives birth to pick me culture. I truly believe that. Because you're looking for validation so fucking bad. This is why they say you gotta love yourself first. I had to get into some of these messages. Uh, Wilton. Maybe Mano was, maybe he got something going on in his childhood. Maybe that's why he's the way he was. Listen, that nigga needs therapy. We don't know what his diagnosis is, but we know he needs to be seen. Wilton. You can definitely go deep into this topic. I've heard a lot of people who cheated, a lot of people who cheated and got cheated on, and they'll accept the person back into their life, even though, like, to me, I don't understand why somebody <laughs> would accept a person who cheated on you, sometimes even not even hiding it, and you accept them back into your life. I've heard, like, a lot of people, a lot, I mean, a lot of people do that. It makes no sense to me at all. Okay, I think that's a very good point, but I also want to um, just pose another question in reference to that. So there are a lot of people that go back to the cheating in their relationships. Most of them are women. For men, it is not societally acceptable for you to go back to a cheating woman. See what's going on with Will Smith right now? It is not societally acceptable to go, and she didn't even cheat, but this is she, but this yeah. what is calling it, so we'll just say it. So um, that's not, that's something that is not societally acceptable. But when a woman takes back a cheating man, that just means she wants her family to be together. When a man takes back a cheating woman, that means that he's weak. A pick me, I mean a simp or something. 
Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So societally, it's it's actually it's more conditioned and ingrained for us to forgive and try and move on. That's not the way it is for men. So I feel like for uh, for men, it, it's a it's a lot harder for them to wrap their mind around going back to a cheating person because for them, it's obviously a deal breaker. But for women, it's not that way. You saw when Cardi B was trying to divorce Offset, people all in her comments. Why won't you just keep your family Why together? Why would you do Don't this and think about your kids? Keep your family like hold on. Uh, he his dick is what separated the family. I didn't do that shit. And, and, and a that's bitch. what I. <laughs> mm. Mm. It's like they see cheating is something that's expected. Cause you hear a lot of I hear a lot of straight men. They'll say that, oh well, I'm I'm a man and. Or a very black man, they say that's part of my heritage to be with multiple women and stuff like that. Wow. It's wild. And it's crazy. They'll accept that, but not genderless by non-binary society. I was but just yes, about you can to have say all, that. Okay, there you go. You can have all of the women you want in the world, and because that's ancestral, but not queerness, which is also ancestral. You, they love to pick and piece and be like, you just put together something and be like, oh, that's my religion now fucking stupid serenity <laughs> facts and that's crazy and you know i don't really like kim kardashian but that's the exact same the same thing that happened that's why she was describing that she was getting more and more unhappy but she stayed because of the kids you know uh who and will smith you already said it you already said the will smith thing um damn there was a another situation where it was the other way around though uh I'll remember. I'll, I'll spend a message if I remember it. But you already said the Will Smith thing, and I wanted to bring up Kim because I remember her saying that too. Y'all are so right though. Oh, that's what it was. Y'all remember that? Uh, I don't know if y'all heard of that one pastor that his child passed away. But while his child passed away, he was with a white woman taking care of her kids. I don't remember the pastor's name. But the black yeah. wife exposed them all on TikTok. And every man in the comments was saying, well, if they're getting unhappy towards the marriage, even though they're still technically legally married, I don't understand what's the problem. They were falling out together. But his child died. His child passed away and he was with a whole nother white woman and her family. And the wife of the white woman said, well, he said that, you know, I completed him and my kids completed him and da 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 da, da. No crickets God. for crickets for the black woman and how she felt, but whatever. Tomato, that's tomato, because tomato. we're so used to black women being so strong all the time. So it's like mm. we don't really care about what she has to say because you're supposed to be automatically a strong black woman anyway. You're supposed to be resilient. And let me tell you something: for those of us um, femmes, black femmes that are still dating straight men, if the they you ask them their, your their favorite things about you. And they start out with resilient and strong. They are planning to put you through some shit. They want, to, yeah, they want to see what they can get you through, like how I much know, you can put like, up with. I'm just, I'm just being honest. Be very wary. Oh, don't get me started with their ideologies. They always turn to the the, the lions. Oh, well, the lion and he rules the pack and is the leader of the pack and there's all these females and post babies into them. And what do they do? What does the pack do when the lion gets too old or gets injured or is unable to, you know, do their part? They starve them out <laughs> and they move on to a younger, healthier, stronger lion 
talk about that. Talk about that too. But you know, they pick and choose. Yep. Bro, and the thing about lions is, is I'm like, damn, so you've never seen National Geographic, huh? Listen, male lions don't do much. They don't even protect the pride. They just protect the pride from other male lions and they fuck the women. So as soon as he, and they don't even just starve them out. Sometimes they kill them because it's taking too long to starve them out. They already have a replacement. Right. I'm like, so you, ain't nobody watching National Geographic the way I'm watching it, I, I guess. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the fuck you saw. Uh, I saw somebody that's very expendable. <laughs> the fuck? Well, in the pack of lions, don't the lionesses do the hunting? Hmm. Bruh. Bingo. Protect and provide. They do both of those things. Pretty much what they're, Nigga, what they're doing now, I'm so... to be honest. <laughs> nah, now, now, now they're just like ruining credit and 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 <laughs> and leaving people with babies. Come on, Nick Cannon. It is. Ooh. I'm gonna well, keep dragging least... his ass. You just hate it, black it... men. Oh my god. <laughs> It's so tired. I hope people know how tired that shit is. I really do. But I just want to say I am um, so glad that we were able to have this con- uh, this conversation. I am sorry about whatever the <laughs> uh, technical difficulties that we had earlier. That was embarrassing. We can't even load this to the Spotify. We just got to wait till probably, Wednesday. I so. think we, we probably will find out. I'll tell you later. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. All right, but I do want to thank everybody so much for always coming through. I love our audience. I love not just our audience, our community. And I'm so glad to be in community with you. And I'm so glad to be able to come and do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, Remember, being queer is African. Aaron's going to take us out. Period. You can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in our bios. And you can also follow our Instagram podcast page, which is earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. Same for our TikTok as well. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and what's something else, Sydney? I can't think. Oh, um, it's going to be on Google soon. Um, that's going to be the next one. I'm working on Google and Apple, but those are still coming. Okay. But yeah. All right, niggas and friends, as always, it was good talking to you hoes. We will see you hoes Wednesday. Bye. Bye,